0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Through the Holy Spirit, ordinary believers can work extraordinary miracles. No more in week four of Behind the Scene. We are in the fourth week of our series on the Holy Spirit entitled Behind the Scene. Knowing that the Holy Spirit is at work beyond what our eyes can see. And with whatever we see, there is something and someone who's behind what we are about to witness and what we have witness as well because man is fascinated with the supernatural say the word supernatural and the best way to approach this topic is to highlight the work and the function and the involvement of the Holy Spirit and I am forever grateful that indeed the Holy Spirit was given to us and we're not left alone in fact the word the Holy Spirit came from the word Parakletos, from the Greek translation known as the helper and thus we want to learn to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit Because the world you're in is a world of limitations. Whether you like it or not, you as an individual is limited. When there is somebody who's sick, of course, our instantaneous default reaction is to what? To ask for help and ask for a doctor. And thus, I know that God can use people in the medical world, but I want you to understand that the Word of God says, if you claim your healing, God is what? Willing to what? Provide for whatever you ask in His name. So therefore, it is a must that more than just this series that we would want the Holy Spirit to be in step with us or we want to be in step with the Holy Spirit, I would want to uh, really ask you to challenge the Spirit of God tonight and just invite Him in your life. I know that this message without the involvement of the Spirit of God will be void and empty. Thus, tonight I want to, in a way, provoke you that before we leave this room that you are uh, conscious that the Holy Spirit is willing to interact with you so for the past few weeks we did talk about uh the book of acts and in acts 1 jesus promised the holy spirit for people to wait and ask the holy spirit and it is amazing that the holy spirit is provided in our time in acts chapter 2 at pentecost they were filled by the spirit and uh, i don't know if you're familiar with what took place in the day of pentecost that they spoke in tongues and and uh, words came out of their mouth and they're empowered by the holy spirit thus they are not what living their lives uh, based on the limitations and the fears and the hesitations. Because people like us, we are prone to fears and hesitations. That though we, we want to do what needs to be done, but we have a lot of things running in our minds. Whether uh, people will accept us, will people reject us, will people love us? But when you have the Holy Spirit, you move according to what the Holy Spirit wants. So in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John healed a lame man. This was the first topic of our uh, message that when they saw a lame beggar okay without butting an eyelash they went out of their way and ministered to the person the man got healed in Acts chapter 4 okay they were challenged but they cannot stop what speaking about Jesus and people has observed that they are ordinary say ordinary look at the person you're right okay that person is ordinary whether you act like talk like that you're someone but at the end of the day You have limitations. And one thing that people have observed with what? With uh, Paul and and, and John, that they've been with Jesus. And I hope that before we go out of this gathering, that you will understand that left to your own devices, you're nothing. But when you partner with the Holy Spirit, and you allow God to really inhabit your life, okay, you will do things beyond your wildest dream. And about a week ago, we talked about uh, a story of Dr. Luke. Uh, who gave us a a, a a a picture of how Paul and Silas planted the church in Philippi and they start with a what with a business woman with by the name of Lydia, who is I believe a, a millionaire uh, and you can check the Bible because of, of her trade that she is into purple linen, probably she owns Tutoban during her time yeah and a fashion designer she 's really into uh her thing although she 's a woman and 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 the second part of the story was about the slave girl. And, and it was a, a picture of how God can cast out the evil spirit through the lives of uh, Paul and Silas, synonymous to what we will talk about. And the last part was about the jailer where uh, he received an act of kindness that instead of leaving him, Paul and Silas opted to stay and be with him, and thus he was moved. And, and if, you're, if you're asking me why would uh, Dr. Luke, Apostle Luke, or the, the disciple of Jesus Christ named Luke would pick three stories of Lydia, the slave girl and the jailer, for a very uh, simple reason. Because during the time, women are despised. Women, okay, during their time, they are looked down. Okay, they're despised. Secondly, uh, slaves are what are are maligned during the time. And lastly, the jailer was a gentile, so he was rejected by the society, the society uh, and the gathering of, of the Jews. And and I believe these are things that uh, helps us acknowledge that the gospel is for everyone. Do you understand that if you're a woman, the gospel accepts you. If you are a slave or a peasant or somebody that has been rejected by people, you're accepted. Though uh, all of us, and uh, no one is a Jew in this room, if there's one, just raise your hand, okay? I'm, I'm a Jew. Jew type of hook. <laughs> and, 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 just kidding. I love you, Ray, okay? We're in this together, okay? So if you are, okay... You're about to enter the realm of where we are, just face it. Okay? Don't run away from it. Don't cover it. Okay? You, 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 have, you, you, you just have to face it. Accept the fact and it will set you free. Okay. My point is so simple that okay, the gospel was was so powerful that it, it is intended for the jailer, the gentile, and the slave girl, and, and Lydia and thus in our last leg of the series i believe that god has a message for us today is also today am i correct uh, all saints day all of us are familiar of what's happening in our family in our culture thus this message is synonymous to uh what's happening right now in in our very culture thus behind the sin is a picture uh, of of how the power of god okay can operate in our lives but people are are, are consumed, and they tend to gravitate to uh, the demonic power without them understanding that what they're into is demonic. You know why, people? Instead of gravitating towards the power of God, they gravitate to something demonic because the demonic power offers temporary solution to one immediate what? Demand. If you want something, you want a boyfriend overnight. It is never for the glory of God. It is for your own consumption. Okay, you might ask uh, a different power and you feel like it has provided for what, what I want. It must be from God. Diba? Napansin nyo yun? it must be from God. pag it, it's the devil. Do you understand? We are like that. Why? Because uh, we're selfish in our own nature That what we think is good for us is from God. That is why in today's culture, at times, every time we we demand for something, let's be careful that it doesn't serve only what we want, it serves what God wants. You can know and differentiate what's of God and not of God uh, based on the byproduct of the desire. Thus, we have to be careful because even C.S. Lewis said, people often make one of two errors when it comes to the devil and demons. Some disregard the demonic entirely, while others drift into fascination. How many of you here, before you came to know the Lord, you're fascinated with horror movies? Okay, shake, rattle, and... Okay, okay i mean uh, the, i don't know if you're familiar with the the the, the ring <laughs> but my point is um and and we're fascinated with these things okay whether that's the higher power or something demonic or or being fascinated with 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 the supernatural and we've seen that uh, left and right the people are gravitating towards it but i want you to understand all the demonic powers or any signs and wonders or any supernatural is just a replica Okay, I can't even say a replica because it's less than the real power. Remember from music to art to any power it came from God. God is the author of all of this. Does the enemy would want to come up with his own way of dealing with mankind? Does he would want to replicate what God has intended for good? Because one thing I realize that whatever contains you, whether that's demonic or power of God, will control you. And I'm telling you right now, in fact the power of God will not control you because it gives you freedom. Do you understand? It, it leads you, but the demonic power will control you. The goal for that demonic power is to use you for its own agenda. But God wants you to understand that it's up to you if you want to be used by Him. It is not, in fact, just for His agenda. Most of the time, it is for your agenda. The things that God is doing in our hearts, most of the time, 99%, it is us who benefits from it. But here we are. We think that by living according to what we want and, and what okay, a certain power has to offer is of God, this is why it is important that we have a relationship with God and we study the Bible. Everything that we do boils down to the Word of God. Some of us, we have mindsets over things and, 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 and demonic powers and certain things, Or any type of power. You have to ask yourself. Yes, you can question my message tonight. But my question with you tonight. Are you reading your Bible? Because that is your what? Your lenses in which you would want to view the power that you believe to be true. This is from the book of Acts chapter 19, 11 to 20. Are you ready? Verse 11. And God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. See, I'm telling you right now so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick. Amazing. And their diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirit, saying, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. It was simply using the name of Christ without understanding okay, that the goal is not just to replicate and duplicate what Paul is doing. Verse 14, Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this, but the evil spirit answered them, Jesus, I know. Okay? I mean, I'm familiar with his voice. It used to live inside of me. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I'm familiar with His demonic spirit because this body has been His habitation. Okay? Let me continue. Okay? Jesus I know and Paul I recognize. But Who are you? And the man... Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Let me continue, okay? Some of you here okay, are familiar with that song. And the man in whom the evil spirit leaped on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Okay? In line with the Halloween. Okay? I want that background music as well. Okay? In verse 17, And this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks. And fear fell upon them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was extolled. Also many of those who were now believers came, confessing, and divulging their practices. And a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found it It came to 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevailed mightily. Can we just bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for this moment. Indeed, you're invited in this room. And I pray right now that you will fill us with your power that when we are confronted by any demonic forces or evil spirits, Lord God, I pray that we will have the authority to say no, Father, and resist whatever the enemy has meant for evil. I pray right now that uh, you allow our ears and our hearts, Lord God, to uh, receive your word and let it be, Lord, uh, apply in our daily lives. Thank you for this opportunity that we can just enjoy this moment, Lord God, as we listen to your message. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. When Paul came to Ephesus, he found out that the city is known for witchcraft and black magic and worship of demons, astrology, occult practices, and superstitious fears. The city is also filled with priests, magicians, witches, warlocks, Harry Potter, and quacks of every kind. As a result, people are held in bondage by witchcraft and live in fear. And I want you to understand that even though that uh, area or, or, or that city has been the bastion of, of, of witchcraft and uh, warlocks and magicians and any demonic forces, remember one thing, that if... Okay, you can hear this loud and clear and all of us, whether you like it or not, you will be exposed to this. If you are a follower of Christ and Christ is living in your heart, there is nothing to fear. The devil, when you're possessed by God, cannot possess you, but can oppress you. The goal of the enemy is not to stop you, but to delay you from doing what needs to be done and what God has called you to do. So the demonic force cannot possess you because you're possessed by God, but it can oppress you. If you're living in bitterness, guilt, or loss. That is the devil's entry point, do you understand? So if you're living a life of pornography, the devil can just enter that that area of your life and control your life. If you're living a life of bitterness against your parents, and you don't want to forgive them because you don't want to let them off the hook, your parents. In fact, when you forgive somebody, you're setting an individual free and that person is you. Forgiveness is not for the other party, it is always for you. You don't want the enemy to have a foothold in your life, is this clear? I don't want to talk about forgiveness, but I felt like I need to drop that because I know that a lot of us here are struggling in that area. You cannot allow that portion of your life to be under the authority of the devil because God wants us to be free from anything uh, or any bondage, Okay, whether bondage to fear, demonic oppression, and witchcraft. In fact, the passage that we will read and we have read will tell us the dangers of at at times fiddling with demonic forces. And I know that a lot of us are, are, are at times conscious because we ha- have been taught in the Bible and we've been taught in church conscious of, of all the demonic practices. Instead of knowing more about Christ and more about God, we, we become paranoid of demonic forces that we live our lives as if we're more conscious of what? Of demonic forces than God Himself. Lahat po demonyo, na, demonyo, 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 demonyo. Do you understand? We're, 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 we're conscious of that. We're consumed by that. That's the tendency. We lean towards that. But God wants us to know the balance. And if you are uh, familiar with the Bible, with the Word, uh, you will know that, yes, there is such thing as a demonic force, but of course, I would want to be consumed and be contained by Christ Himself because there's no other way. Thus, this story in the book of uh, Acts chapter 19 is an extraordinary story. So we will start with scene one. It's like a movie, okay? Scene one, the extraordinary and God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick. Aprons. And it is brought to you by what? By his profession. Remember, Paul is a tent maker. He has to wear an apron and a handkerchief, probably a covering over his head. Okay? And when Paul came to Ephesus, okay, Miracles was totally extraordinary, and it's written right here, and their diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. So there was an extraordinary miracle. Paul would, what? Would go out of his way and do the ministry after he's done with his work. And this is what amazes me. Because even handkerchiefs and any object, okay, was the vessel or what? The pipeline or, or the form where the power can move. So the tendency, if you are not rooted in God's word, you would be amazed with the apron. Oh, I have an apron. Pupunas mo lahat yan, okay? Kung sino may sakit. The power is not with the apron. It's with the power of the Holy Spirit. It is with Christ. Do you understand? But in our culture, because we're not rooted in God's word and we don't have a relationship with God, anything that comes our way that brings blessing. Okay, we will what? Welcome it. I'm from the Visayan area. Amulets are very common. Amulets and, and, and certain things that you put around your waist, around your neck. And, and because it will protect you from evil, it will ward off evil spirit. It, 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 it will not harm you probably physically. But if you're not rooted in God's Word, you will eventually realize that the power and the real power is not from that amulet, but the power of the Holy Spirit. And the enemy will not tell you that it is demonic. In fact, he will just, in a way, give you a little bit of comfort just to what? Just to fascinate and attract you. That is the tool and the work of the devil. He wants you to feel that it's of God. In fact, the devil can pray. The devil can quote scriptures, am I correct? Do you understand? The devil knows the Bible more than we do. He has been around for about 2,000 years. He has a PhD and a master's degree. So if you're telling me that I'm reading the Bible, pastor, I'm telling you, you're missing the point. It's not just understanding the word, but loving the word. The devil hates the word. That's the only thing that sets you apart from the devil. In fact, I don't want to say obedient. But the devil at times would listen to God. When when Christ, if you look at the Bible, will tell an evil spirit to come out of the person, you know what happens? That evil spirit what? Leaves that person. It listens to what? To the authority of God. Isn't it amazing? That even God will tell us to do something for Him, we don't immediately obey God. But an evil spirit can? I'm just kidding. You do the comparison. I'm just kidding. We have a different relationship with, with, with the Lord Jesus Christ. And thus, it is important that we do understand that more than anything else, the power is not with the apron, but at times because we're not rooted in God's Word, you're not reading the Bible, you think the power is with a tool, with a vessel. No, the power is with God. You go back to the source. Amen. And that's the reason why a lot of Christians, they think they're just reading a scripture. Pastor, quotes the scripture on prosperity. Let me quote and be prospered by God. You can replicate my faith. Remember the good old days back then when you used to have a bicycle, step not. you step on it and be with a person who's driving that bicycle? That's not the kind of faith we want that you are riding in somebody's faith. The Bible says you need to have a personal running relationship with God. Am I correct? So if you're married right here and you're just in a way in the back seat and you're allowing your wife to worship God and read the Bible because the two shall become one, and if you're reading the Bible as if I'm also reading the Bible, you're missing the point. This is a personal relationship with God. You know what I hate every morning, in a positive way, that when I see my wife praying and reading the Bible 5 a.m. and the wee hours of the day, and I'm enjoying my being slain in the spirit. Okay. Uh, I'm challenged to pray because I want to, to, to advance in my understanding of God. And I'm telling you right now, this is not a routine that you need to do every morning. It's a delight. It begins as a discipline. But at the end of the day, our fascination is not what God is using to heal and minister to people. At the end of the day, we're fascinated with God. We're not fascinated with the provision of God. We're fascinated with the provider. We're not fascinated with the creation. We're fascinated with the Creator. This is important because a lot of people overlook the whole idea that everything that you are blessed with is from God. And the more you thank God, the more that the enemy will be challenged by your faith because he knows whatever he wants to bring upon your life, you will end up thanking the Lord. The hardest to deal with is somebody who's thankful about everything thank you. That's the hardest to deal with. Am I correct? nakangiti pa That's the hardest. Because the joy that we have is not from what we see and what we have and what we presently enjoy. The joy that we have is in Christ. Amen. Because when it comes to believing and trusting God, I want to teach you one thing. Most of us and all of us, we do pray. Am I correct? And you don't need a, a, what? a, a prayer that is like how one of our pastors would do it. Or you don't need a, a prayer that's just Uh, too religious and and too intimidating? Uh, A prayer is is so simple. It's just merely communicating to God. But the power of prayer is not just in the prayer in itself. You know the power of prayer? You want to learn this? Do you want to have an effective prayer? When it it comes to praying for sick people just like what, Paul? Effectivity is not just about your prayer and how loud and and intimidating it is. The prayer, Paul, is not just a simple prayer. It is consistent. Ladies and gentlemen, your prayer might be simple, but you do it every second of the day. Lord, by faith, I'm healed. By faith, thank you, I'm healed. Lord, you'll provide. You will provide. You don't have to, you don't have to pray like me. The power of prayer is not just in the prayer in itself, but the consistency that goes with it. Because from the book of Acts chapter 1, Paul has been so consistent. Remember one thing. When we go or do ordinary things faithfully, more than just prayer, More than just what we're doing here. More than just at times you don't feel like reading the Bible, but you read the Bible. You do things faithfully, diligently, and consistently that are right before God. You will witness extraordinary results. So if you're believing God for a breakthrough, do it consistently. Bang the wall. Do you understand? And I can imagine right before my eyes that you're right in front of the wall and you have a sledgehammer and you bang the wall not just once, twice, thrice, but a lot of times. And when it crumbles, it's not because of how powerful you are. And how strong you are. It was because it was consistent. Do you understand? And when it crumbles down, you see Christ on the other side of the wall. Bang the wall as well with you. That is the kind of faith that God wants to hold in each and every one of us. That we will witness extraordinary things before we die. Can we give the glory to God? Amen. The power is not in the form, but in the person. So I do pray that more than just our fascination with a lot of things that we see, whether that's, that's spirit of the glass for some of us who has an experience with it, okay, or in demonic forces, or, or, or horoscope. I hope you're familiar. okay, That you read, you'll meet somebody in white shirt, and that would be the, the guy that would be with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> and you're not Libra, but you choose to be because of that. And you, you put your whole life, yeah, I'm telling you right now, whether that is just your desire, but you know it's an immediate solution and it doesn't bring you one step closer to christ i am fully convinced that's not from god anything that doesn't bring you to christ one step closer that for the past few weeks and years you've been coming to church and and you're happy every sunday you're 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 in this church so that your monday will be so buenas. And because of that, you think that's the way to do it? I want you to understand that you can come here and go through our routines every Sunday, but if you don't have a personal encounter with God, you're wasting your time. That sounds harsh, but that's the real score. So, sin one, in fact, God used Paul to do extraordinary things, it's into the encounter. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus. Kinopyan nila si Paul. Mahilig mangopya, okay? Palaging nangopya, mahilig mangopya. Hindi nila papa lang. Tawag dito pirated. Do you understand? And and they have the same look, but when you listen to them, they miss a tempo. Do you understand? Uh, you hear a a pirated CD, yeah? You know? <laughs> okay. uh, and this is this is similar okay to, to, to a parroted city over those who had evil spirits saying i adore you by the jesus whom paul proclaims i don't know this jesus but let me cast the evil spirits from this person by the jesus of paul am i correct and a lot of us just like what i mentioned you can't ride on somebody's faith do you understand By the faith of the pastor, I'm healed. That should not be. By the faith of my faithful wife, who's a volunteer in Victory Alabang, on her way to becoming a pastor, I'm healed. Do you understand? You cannot do that. My whole family is is attending church and they're giving, and they love God, and they're passionate about God. They're worshiping and, and giving their all to God. By the God that they have, I'm healed. That cannot work. Don't make it hard for yourself. God is reaching out and simply saying that I've done my part. In fact, if I have to go and and approach you just for you to come and be with me, I'll do so. So if you're here right now, this is not an accident that you're here. Somebody brought you here. God orchestrated everything. God wants you to be close to Him. And He has done almost everything so that you will come to know God. What are you running and what are you doing and, 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 and running away from? Because God wants to know you. Christ came not for anything else but you and you alone. Isn't that amazing? How many of you here, when you visit a place and you're, you, you came for, for a certain agenda and, and you don't see and you have not accomplished what you came for, you feel frustrated? Am I correct? You're frustrated. Am I correct? That is, that is the feeling of God. When he, he came and would want to interface and interact with you, his, you're nowhere to be found. Christ came for you. This is why I believe. That god wants us to know that more than just his relationship with you he wants you to live victoriously that you're not living in the mire that every single day of your life every morning of your life and every day of your life you are victorious That the world will tell you that you're defeated you are victorious because in first john 4 4 greater is jesus that is in us amen that he that is in the world because all authority comes from our relationship with jesus The more you grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus, the tone of your voice changes. Do you understand? How many of you here honestly, okay, without bragging, you're good at something, a talent, skill, or an endeavor? Anybody here good in cooking? I'm good in gaining weight. I I just, I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm good at it. How many of you here you're good in singing? Raise your hand. Come on out. Just just raise your hand, okay? The truth will set you free. Come on out. You're good in, in a certain talent, come on now. Or you're athletic, athletic, come on now. Okay, yung gumagalaw ka na and ka, very athletic, okay? <laughs> and, and because of that, okay, uh, the, the reason why you're good and you're confident, because you have a full knowledge of what you're into. The reason why you're not intimidated with, the, uh, with an evil spirit or any demonic manifestations, because you're into Christ. So if you're here right now, you're so consumed with the demonic forces, so that the reason is that you want to handle the the demonic forces properly so I can deal with them, you're missing the point. You can handle it when you have Christ in your life. The more you grow deeper in your walk with God, the more you know Christ, the more that you are confident in the way you live your life. That no matter uh, how many demonic and evil spirit or demons, amen? In my dialect, it's demons. And and, (laughs) Some of you are smiling, okay? Demonic forces... I'm telling you right now, you can handle it. Because greater is He. There is this power in your system. Just like what was mentioned here, seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. Okay, They were what? They were non-believers and they attempted to replicate in Jesus' name how to handle a a demon-possessed person. And I believe the question we need to always ask ourselves, we know Jesus and we know His picture. We're familiar with the picture of Jesus. Long hair looks cool, very masculine. It doesn't, in fact, look Jewish. It's more of an Italian-looking person. And that's not the Christ. So the question we need to ask ourselves, which Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Because your knowledge of Jesus will reflect the way you live your life. Do you understand? The way you worship God, whether you're, you're standing and just staring on a blank wall and you're bored with this message or you will raise your hand. That's not, in fact, a guarantee that if you're raising your hand, you're a Christian. But everything that we do, all the physical manifestations, most of the time, in the condition of your heart, is a byproduct if you know Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I've I've done almost everything in life. I have tried almost everything because I would want to find the answer. Not up until I came to know Christ. So don't tell me that you've done almost everything and you found the answer. You can try. And be my guest. But one thing I know, you're doomed to fail. I've been a pastor for quite some time and most of these people I have talked to, they would always tell me, it is only in Christ and Christ alone. You cannot have a relationship with Christ through your mom, through your dad, through your teacher, through your pastor. You can have a relationship with Christ with a decision to invite Him in your life. Thus, you're guaranteed to have the Spirit. This is why we can be confident because we have a going and a running relationship with Christ. The Bible says Jesus came and said to them, all authority has been given to Him. Okay? Wala po kayong authority. No authority of whatsoever. Whether you're a pastor or, or attendee of this church, you don't have authority. The authority is with Jesus. So if Jesus has authority, we what? We rub elbows with Him. Kaya na, when you're challenged by a traffic enforcer or a person of authority, simply lang po yun, chapalang katapat. because, The authority that he has is a representation of what he represents. Do you know what you represent? Because if you don't have a relationship with God, you will never walk with authority. You will never walk in confidence. You will never walk with with stability. And that relationship is a byproduct of work and worth of Christ. When you do understand that Christ paid the penalty of sin, that He was rejected when He was saying, eloi, eloi lama the, 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 God rejected Him and He was forsaken. He said that because He wants to bring you home. And because of that understanding that a father can reject His one and only son for you and for me, that amazes me. To reject a son, if you're a parent, I'm telling you right now, it's impossible for you to reject your son. But God did because He wants to take you in. There was a divine exchange on the cross. And you realize the worth of Christ. You know the worth of Christ? An expression that He is valued and He gave His life for you and me. Therefore, you are valuable. The price that needs to be paid was His own body for your sake. When you realize this thing and you appreciate the beauty of what Christ did, wonders follow. Signs and wonders and miracles and supernatural power happens when you have a realization that christ is above all and in all he is a person of authority amen and there is no authority of whatsoever with any of us amen salamat po sin uh, sin three the end result the first one was uh, extraordinary and the last sin okay the result of this and this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks, and fear fell upon them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was extolled. Both Jews and Greeks, the gospel, again okay, knows no bounds. Okay, it went into the hearts of the Jews and the Greeks and those people who are affected by the gospel. And f- fear fell upon them all, and Jesus was extolled and worshipped and given all the glory that he deserves. To make a long story short, there was an honor and, and praise and and magnification that was given to god this is in fact here this loud and clear what happened to tony chan if i familiar with tony chan jackie chan they're not related okay <laughs> tony chan okay of course he's chinese and ex feng shui okay master okay when he announced to the feng shui community that only christ is true i'm not that person okay I want to clarify that, okay? That's Tony Chan, that's not me. Okay, don't laugh at that, okay? Okay, only Christ is true if Feng Shui turns out to be true. It is only the devil playing tricks because by creating such effects, the devil's motive is to lure people towards him. This man, okay, earned so much money providing Feng Shui services to reach people. He said when he was baptized, this is the happiest day in my life. He came to know the Lord and was baptized. It felt like getting married. And I could tell everyone that I'm a Christian. He was quoted as saying during his private baptism, for this man, it did not come from me, it came from him. I want to clarify that. Though we look a bit similar, it came from him. I just want to clarify that. And he was simply saying that the goal of the enemy is not to create a demarcation line that I'm the devil and this is God. He wants to stand in the great areas of life wherein he would want to provide what you want, your immediate desire and your immediate longing. Just to lure you because there is always an exchange. Remember, Christ gave the exchange first whether you want him or not. He died first whether you will accept him or not isn't that a message that god wants you and you alone with no strings attached and thus also many of those who were now believers came confessing and divulging their practices and if you're here right now you've been a christian for quite some time i am telling right now if you're enslaved by a what a secret sin and a lot of christians they have secret sins whether that's watching pornographic materials in the internet and I'm not here to condemn you, but I'm telling you right now, God wants to set you free. You can approach me after service. You can approach any of our leaders here. We want to minister to you. Only a person who has seen the extraordinary will give up what he conceals from God. When you have a collision with God, the Lord Jesus Christ, you can help that you give up, not because you want, because it is a must, but because you know that brought to you by that encounter with Christ, you would want to be set free. And thus i want to invite you that in this church we have one-to-one we do minister to people and and, and we would want you to grow in your walk with god and after uh, uh, that one-to-one personal follow-up and discipleship we have victory weekend we will pray for you minister to you it's a retreat where you will understand how to live victoriously it's outside in our concierge and if you want to know more about freedom in christ there's no other way but to do it now this is why it is important that we do understand Yet a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all, and they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver. There was value. Your sacrifice goes with a value. Before I came to the Lord, I, I gave up on, on a lot of things. It was a sacrifice on my end, but it's worth the sacrifice. And the greatest lie of the devil, if you let it go and you uncover yourself from the things that holds you, Hindi mo na hindi mo na mapapanood Because he wants to hammer on the things that you want, but it is amazing to be free and to be totally set free. I've mentioned that a week ago. That he who has set us free is free indeed. Amen. Through the word, of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. The word of God spread and made a difference in the lives of people. The Holy Spirit empowers ordinary people. To do extraordinary things it is my prayer that you will do extraordinary things knowing that you have limitations it is only through the Holy Spirit that you can do this it is my prayer that you go out of this room that when you face sicknesses and people that would uh, uh, that would challenge your faith you will stand your ground and speak faith because you're filled by the Holy Spirit if you fret and you fear your boss and you can even open your mouth just like the driver of Tony Chan the reason why he came to know the Lord because his personal driver gave him a Bible Went out of his way to share the love of God. Isn't it amazing that the most intimidating person can come to know the Lord? Because this is not just your fight. You're not just merely banging whatever is in front of you with a sledgehammer. You have the Holy Spirit. You are never alone. Amen. You're never alone. You have the Spirit of God. And you share with the authority that Christ has. What are you waiting for? I do pray that we will go out there not intimidated with anything that comes our way because we have the Spirit of God in our lives. You cannot run away from whatever will challenge you, but take heart, ladies and gentlemen. The Spirit of God will not fail you. It is high time that we live extraordinarily in Jesus' name. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? I want to welcome the music team. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. As we bow our heads and close our eyes, if you are in this room right now, you're saying, God, one thing that I want to be free from, Lord, break the power and the grip of the enemy upon my life and my secret sins. If there are things in your life, you know that it's demonic. I want you to raise your hand right now. Raise your hand. Raise your hand right now. In fact, I want to invite all of you to raise your hands across the room. All of us across the room, raise your hands, Lord, if there's anything. I can feel the Spirit majority of us are struggling in a certain area, and you're simply saying, I can handle this, you cannot handle it. The greatest deception of the devil is that you can handle it. The devil will whisper in your ears. You're on top of it. You can handle it. You're okay compared to a lot of people. But if there is sin in your your heart, a speck of sin, God wants to deal with that heart of yours. God is not against you. But the reason why you're defeated, because of that issue in your heart, I pray right now that God will minister into your heart and break the power of sin. Right now for the next 30 seconds, I want you to confess that secret sin and if, if, if you want me to minister to you after the service or any of our leaders, just approach us in front. The Lord wants to deal with that sin in your life. God loves you so much that He cannot tolerate where you are. God loves you so much. God loves you very much that He cannot tolerate that you stay the same. Lord, break the power of sin. Start confessing right now. Secondly, if you have an experience with demonic practices or the occult or witchcraft, I want you right now to just lay it right at the foot of the cross. We want to invite you, of course, to our retreat or victory weekend, but it has to start now. I want you to say this after me once again. Lord Jesus... I receive your forgiveness. And I declare that you are the Lord of my life. Thank you that you're in control of everything that I do, from the top of my head down to the soles of my feet. You're in control. And today, I receive. The power of the Holy Spirit to say no to ungodliness and to live a victorious life. You can put down those hands. Just put it down. We're almost done. Can we bow our heads? If you're here right now, and I want to talk to you personally, it was God who brought you into this gathering. And if you want to start brand new, bagong buhay because ang the I'm giving you an opportunity to accept the Panginoon sa puso. Sa puso mo and and receive Christ in your heart as your Lord and personal savior. Because God wants to start all over again in your life. So that you can start once again with Christ. So if you want, you want to receive Christ in your life and have a personal relationship with him. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, you are guaranteed of a place in heaven. So if you want Jesus in your life, and if you want to start all over again, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say this after me. Lord Jesus, I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. And I want to have a relationship with you. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. And today, thank you for I have the power to say no to sin. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen! Praise God! Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.